You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Bucka, 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 bucka. <laughs> you know the deal? This is me, though. Beast by Supremo for all of my people, Negroes and Latinos. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Can We Talk? This is your boy, Eric. I'm here with Shayna. What's up? What's up? Anthony on his way. He always late. Always got something he's doing. No, he. This is the first time that he said he was going to be late, and he was actually late. <laughs> that like, is true. He, he'd be like, I'm going to be late, and then be like early or be on time. Right. Like He must be, I guess in his head, he calculates the GPS or something, but <laughs> it's always said, off. <laughs> he said 12 minutes. Like, it's always some odd time. I'm going to be nine minutes right. late. <laughs> An exact figure, too. Usually, I'd be like, all right, it might be five to ten, like, you know, five to ten minutes. Like, uh, increments of five. <laughs> like, I'm going to be 12 minutes late. 12 minutes. Like, come on. Uh, it was some some very eventful stuff that happened since our last talk. Um, but first off, how was your weekend? I know you were you had a party. Yeah, I you had know, a gathering was... at my house for my birthday. Oh, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, my friends came out to celebrate with me. I just wanted to uh, have you know open my home to my friends and mm. you know just enjoy everybody coming. I didn't want to go out to dinner and you right. know, have people spend their money and you know stuff like that. Just uh. come in. And, you know, eat some food, enjoy some games. We played a game called Pimps and Hoes. Oh, okay, how, how does this go? Just break it's, this down for me. It's just like Monopoly. <laughs> but, but with Pimps and Hoes. But, yep, you uh, pick a, uh, like a piece. It's like a pimp. They had lady. They had one black pimp. Mm-hmm. I think they had a Mexican one. <laughs> they had two lady pimps. And, you know, they had like hat, like yeah. a pimp hat, like, you know, kind of like Monopoly. Like you pick oh. a thing. And then... um. They had, um, you know, you roll the dice mm-hmm. and then you move so you can buy hoes. <laughs> and if somebody lands on your hoe, depending yeah. on what they roll, that's how much they have to pay you. Uh-oh. And then they, you know how in Monopoly they have like the community chest? Yeah. What they have in Pimps and Hoes was like incident cards. So I picked up an incident card and it was like... Uh, uh, your hoes called it STD <laughs> from a trick, and now all your hoes got it. Now you got to pay fifty dollars to the clinic oh for each God. of your hoes. And the other one was like, um, your ho stole uh, money from a, a trick. Collect two hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> so, so is each hoe worth the same amount? No, or some are... it's just like Monopoly. How some like the prop, like the oh, you got a perk view, yeah. And then you got okay, yeah. Like the hoes at the front of the board are cheap, <laughs> and then the hoes at the end of the board are more expensive, and they cost more when people land on them. But the only thing they didn't have, like you can't upgrade your hoes, so they yeah. cost more. It's not like you can't buy houses and hotels and stuff right. like Monopoly. But that was it. Was like it was funny for our next for our next show. We got to just bring this in, just play the game for the whole hour, like <laughs> and just see what happens. That's crazy. That's that's so that's that's awesome. I need to check this out. Is like, do you buy it online? Is it in stores? It sounds like it's not in stores. My friend, she had a game night a couple of years ago, and she said that somebody brought it and they left it by mistake. So she brought it to my party. Wow, she's a fan of our podcast. Hey, Quita. Hey, Mike. Quita, what's going on, Quita? Yeah, she's a fan of our podcast. So now that you put that out there, she (laughs) will come and she will bring this game. Well, tell Quita to come next week so we can uh, actually get this game going because I want to play. Yeah, but for me though, this week I had to go to a wedding, spent so much money on these tuxedos. And we talking about the November, like the the uh, late fall winter weddings. Yes. It's like a new it's, thing now, huh? Yes, I'm it's wedding season, but it's so cold. Huh? I know. But I guess wedding season is all year. I guess it's not really a certain specific season. But this is it's kinda interesting that people are getting married this late in the year, but it's not really that uncommon. Like my brother got married late November. Um I got pe- no people who got married in December. So yeah, this is something that's I guess is a new trend. Maybe save a little money potentially. Um, but I did want to to bring up something from our last episode because we talked about the election. Yes. So let's recap this. Um, the state of Michigan went fairly blue. Mm-hmm. I think all of the major uh, Democratic candidates won for the most part, and we can't say the same nationally though. No. At least in some states. Some states I was really hoping I was pulling for these Democratic governors in Florida uh, specifically and. Um, texas and in georgia unfortunately it didn't work out now i was a little bit arrogant about the florida poll yeah. like oh yeah yeah and you're gonna win i think we, i think <laughs> we all were and then but i'm like oh it's a little bit 
too close mm. in Georgia to really make a call. But these states, they're basically split down the middle. Yeah. And Florida, like, versus, like, the population of, like, Georgia, they have way more people. That is true. So. But they also have some messed up sort of um, ballot situations going on down there, especially in, in the Miami was it Broward County? Yeah. That it has some issues. Um, so like votes weren't being counted. You know, there's a lot of provisional ballots that weren't being counted. So that kind of, that pretty much affected a lot of things that were going on in terms of the vote count. Um, but you can't really underestimate, don't underestimate the ignorance of the Florida person. Like I just, you, you're absolutely right. Don't, don't ever put your hopes in Florida because they just will fail you <laughs> all, all the time. Like I know I'm sure you watch the breakfast club and, yeah. and Charlemagne talks about the craziest people. Yeah. Come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And in Florida, man. In Florida, man. I think it's true. I think you just can't. It happened in 2000 election with um, Al Gore. Same situation, you know, the hanging chat situation. Um, so, yeah, I think I just think that state is kind of it's, it's a little backwards. I don't know. And then Texas, too. I was kind of surprised that Beto actually was that close. Mm-hmm. In, in Texas. In Texas. So that kind of shows you there was a it was a little bit of a blue wave in some of those red states. There were closer elections across uh, the nation, and for the most part, you know, the House was flipped uh, Democrat, and the Senate remained for the most part in control of um, Republican hands by at least one or two seats, I believe. Um, but but overall, were you were you satisfied with what you saw? Um. I mean, yeah, we got we got we every the all of the Michigan proposals passed. Mm-hmm. So that's a yep. pretty good thing. Um, but I was kinda like with the Florida governor's race, I thought race, I thought like Andrew kinda <laughs> I'm like, it's like what time is it? Is it four yeah. fi- it's like four fifteen, like he conceded. I'm he like, conceded wait a minute. Early. I'm like, did the polls close? Like what's going on? Yeah, I was curious about that. I wonder why he decided to concede so early in the process. But to me, because that showed me like, um, like we kind of like, oh yeah, Stacey Abrams, Andrew Gillum, like mm. because they're both black, but you could tell that Stacey a- Abrams is a career politician. Yeah, she never like never gave she up. She never gave up, and she, you know, and in her in her speech, mm. she basically was like, well, he won, but I'm not giving up. Yeah, but I I completely uh, completely agree with her in her um. I did sort of not conceding so early because first off, how are you running for governor, but you also are the secretary of state? Like in my, in my mind, that's just such a conflict of interest. That just seems like illegal immoral. I don't know. My thing is how you running for governor, like, and you're bad at the job that you have now. Like, <laughs> you true. like, Oh, I'm not good at this job, but I think I deserve a better job. And the fact, the fact too, that he actually went to his own voting booth poll and he couldn't even that vote himself demonstrated how bad he is at his job yeah but it's just disappointing because those a lot of us on a national level put hope into those sort of three areas um the governor races for you know texas florida and georgia but i still have to look at it as a being beneficial oh anthony what's going on <laughs> i still got to look at the benefits though because the democrats made some major moves and so um that's exciting I do have a question about the the three proposals. When does the marijuana proposal actually go into effect? I thought it was ten days, but I heard that they have to actually do some build some legislation. Um, the legislation has to be drafted. That could take you know two years before people can actually start selling. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they're going to decriminalize it like now or if they're going to wait until the legislation is is actually created. So I'm not sure. Um, but those were some huge wins um, in that regard too. But I was just again. I'm overall just satisfied. I think that you know the blue wave did happen in many in many uh, 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 counties and countries across the United States. But I also think that there was a lot of um, disappointment, at least in those main three, you know, governor races. Um, yeah. But do you think that we would get a moment like this again? Because mm. Ber- Bernie Sanders says something like, "Well, you know." A lot of white people, they're not racist, but they're not comfortable voting for a black person. Mm. But I feel like this was your moment to change that. This right. was your this was the moment. And I, as much as I would like to remain hopeful, like, will like, do you think that we will get this moment again? I think we're in two years. And if Trump is still candidate for, for president, <laughs> if we never know with the whole Mueller investigation, <laughs> um, if he's still a candidate in two years, I think people 
are going to come out just like they did, you know, November. I think it was unfortunate that people still didn't vote for those really, really great candidates who were black um, because maybe p- potential fears, whatever that may have been. But neither one of them had what like a black agenda. I think like they mm-hmm. could have they should have learned something from Obama. Like, like, don't. Because Obama didn't have a black agenda. He yeah. didn't do anything for black people while he was in office. So yeah, like, that's true. there's really nothing to be afraid of as far as voting for a black politician. Mm. I think it's going to take the right candidate, you know, especially on the national presidential level. I heard Hillary might be considering running again. No. And I definitely don't want her to. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> we don't need a repeat of what happened. I think we need to bring someone in who's fresh, you know, who's progressive, who has some great ideas to move the country forward. Um, collectively, you know, hopefully someone who's diverse, uh, maybe a, a, a black woman, Hispanic woman, whoever. But I think it's time for us to sort of get behind, you know, someone who can excite us. And I think this this election, people were excited because it was the most diverse, you know, house um, that we had ever, right? In mm-hmm. terms of women, minorities, um, LGBT people. And so I think we need to kind of keep this momentum going and sort of push us into, you know, twenty twenty and beyond. I just hope we don't have some old stale, you know, candidate like we did in the past. That's the biggest fear. So, Anthony, now that, now that you're here, <laughs> how's it going, on? everybody? How's it going? What's happening? Um, pardon my lateness. I just I've been doing a lot this weekend. Uh, no problem, man. No problem. Um, what did I miss? Oh, we did a recap of the of the, uh, of the elections from a couple of weeks back. Um, you know, just talked about some of the significant people who lost. Right, right. Some of the proposals that passed, things as such. Um, I mean, it looked okay to me. I was I was comfortable with the results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Me the, too. For the most part. And you also had to look into with the Senate. It's a lot of um, a lot of gerrymandering is going on. So you know some of the Democratic votes that could have been there were a little bit washed out mm-hmm. from Republican districts. So again, all in all, I was definitely satisfied. Um, yeah, what, what you what you want to? Oh, you got to talk about the uh, the movies that you've seen. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to do hip hop corner first. I didn't listen. I listened to Anderson Pack's album, but it it I. That's not is that a hip hop album? You know what? That's that's something I've been wrestling with myself on. Do, do you listen to Anderson Pack, Eric? No, not really. Mm. See, I've always said he's he's uh, I look at him in the weekend as like hip hop artists with like um good vocal pitches. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. sometimes the weekend can sing when he really wants to sing. Yeah. Anderson Pack can sing when he really wants to sing. But I don't know if I really call him like a hip hop artist. I say he's What's that? What's that Grammy category? Um, Rap song. Contemporary. No. Contemporary, oh, okay. like urban crossover contemporary. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would call Anderson and Weekend. You know what I mean? Because they sing, they sing, and they they kind of rap a little bit. Oh yeah, Big Crate dropped the EP. I did. Oh. I did hear that. Um, first listen, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I got to give it a few more listens to see how I feel. But um, I really like the first song, which is like King Part Six. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that one too. It took me a minute to get to the other two songs. Yeah. So that was it that came out. Well, Mike Will part Mike Will made it made a Creep Two soundtrack. Oh, okay. I heard good things. I didn't hear it yet, but I can't wait to see that movie though. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, you ain't got nothing else. Mm-mm. That's it for the oh, people. my friend for my birthday, she bought me all Dirty Bastard socks <laughs> and Pimp C socks. Nice. Oh, yeah. Shana's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, she told me about the party that yeah. she had, the game she played called Pimps and Hoes. He left by by the time we, oh, we yeah, started I, I, playing. I had to leave. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, he, I, it looked like an interesting game. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a board game called Pimps and Hoes. And I was like, oh, all right. I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I basically came in, you know, it was a bunch of middle-aged people sitting around. Oh, dang. <laughs> Are you throwing shots? You throwing shots there, Shana? I'm just joking. No, it, it was a good atmosphere, man. I met some cool people, uh, but I had to, I had to you leave. You met a fan of the show. Met a fan of the show. He uh, he wants to come on sometime. What's his, what's Mike. his name? Mike. Yep. Mike. Yeah, bring yep. Mike in for next week. He was like, oh, yeah, I, I listen to your podcast. I was like, uh-huh. oh. <laughs> one, one of her friends recognized my voice when I was talking. Like, oh, aren't you from the cast? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me. Famous now. Famous. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I've been trying to keep up with my film watching, man. I um yo, yo, uh I gotta say RIP to two things. Um one Stanley, you know oh, yeah, innovator, you know, of many, I was many hurt many great superheroes in the game. And uh rest in peace to Movie Pass. Oh, Movie Pass is done? 
No, it's still around. It's just it's worthless now. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it's still here. It's just worthless. <laughs> like the e-ticketing locations are where you can see any movie on the list. Yeah. But when they took MJR off, everybody just kind of like dipped out, including me. <laughs> and now I'm, now I'm with the AMC A list now. Hey. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good, you know. It's 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 not bad, you know. Twenty dollars a month, you know, um, three movies a week. Mm. It's not bad, not bad. So getting into the movies I've seen, I've been doing some catch up. Yeah, I've been doing some catch up. I saw. Let me get Halloween out the way. Okay. Right. Halloween was dope. Um, I expected it to be a little better, but then again, it's a Michael Myers movie, so I guess I expected more action. Right. Like I like Jamie Lee Curtis in it, but she was kind of like the only thing I really liked, though. <laughs> I like that little kid, the one that was in the grass. Oh, you talking about the, the young black kid? Yeah, he, he was, was funny. He was like, "Don't go up there; you're gonna die." <laughs> he was realistic, though. He ran out the he house. He ran out the house. Well, how you, you? What you should do? And right? you never saw him again, <laughs> as it should be. He's the most sensible person on earth. He told him not to. He's like, "Don't go upstairs; you're gonna die." Yo. <laughs> Because Danny McBride co-wrote this, I think there's a, like a like a joke there saying like, "Look, this is what a kid should do: right. get out the house and don't come back." Oh my god! Um, but I, overall, I liked it. I just thought it could have been a little better. Um, I saw First Man with mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling. That was garbage, man. <laughs> You're disappointed. I was disappointed, man. Like not only because I like Ryan Gosling, but because the director he made <laughs> he made he made <laughs> he made, he made yeah. Whiplash and La La Land. But the, those films were better than this. If you don't know what it's about, it's about Neil Armstrong and his uh, journey to the moon. So this could have been a 90-minute movie, but mm-hmm. they made it like two hours and some change because it was mm-hmm. focusing on Neil Armstrong and his family, who Claire Foy, who played his wife, she did a good job. Gosling did a good job, too. It was just the writing that was bad. Yeah. Um, so there's been many, there was many missions before him or many like tests before him where mm-hmm. people died. Uh, and the wives that were left behind because they all lived in like this little neighborhood, mm-hmm. they were they were heartbroken because their husbands were gone, yeah. sacrificing themselves for this mission that a lot of funding went to, by the way. And people were upset about that yeah. just to go to the moon. And, yeah, it's a lot of emotions being brought up. But it could have been a 90 minute movie. Easy. He doesn't go to the moon until like the last 15 minutes. That sucks. Like the directing is on point. It's just the writing that's bad. And it was it was kind of an upset. But um. Well, we all know Ryan Gosling is your Denzel. So uh. <laughs> I, I, never, I never said that. I said he's the white Denzel. But, <laughs> nah, nah, but I, I I like Gosling, man. He's cool. Any any other? So I heard that um, Yo, I Widows it. came out. Did Yo, you see it? Widows was great. Widows was great. Um, yeah, I guess I'm gonna just hop into that one. Okay. Don't don't spoil too much. I want to go see it. I don't at do some that, point. man. You know me better than that. Uh, Widows was very solid, uh, directed by Steve McQueen, who did 12 Years a Slave and Shame, written by Gillian Flynn, who wrote Gone Girl and Sharp Objects. It's just a powerhouse cast, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, y'all know the story. Um, Viola Davis' husband, Liam Neeson, led a group of robbers. Um, it was a, it was a heist that went wrong and they got shot. And now, um, somebody whose money they stole, played by Brian Ty- Tyree Henry from Paperboy from Atlanta. Oh, yeah. okay. He tells Viola Davis, like, look, you got two weeks to get me my money or, um, you know, I'm going to kill you, basically. So yeah. she rounds up the widows and they uh, plan a heist. It's very good, man. You know, there's politics, there's intrigue, there's drama, there's action. Okay. It's just all around supporting cast. But I think the real showstopper was um Daniel K from Get Out. Okay. Okay. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a menacing henchman in this one. I wouldn't say he's Harvey or Bardem to No Country for Old Men, but he's mm. like he's like Marlowe to the Wire. Okay, so he's okay. he's he's pretty serious. So he's just sort of like sitting back, like a little bit quiet, just sort of the, the person going to come and just kill you. And, and he's quiet. You he's quiet and ruthless okay. and charismatic too. But um, yeah, mm. he's he's pretty I mean, solid. I saw some good reviews, man. I was looking at the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, man. I I call this movie yeah. AKA Fuck Ocean's Eight. <laughs> I mean, it's the like, real version. Yeah, man. It was pretty solid, man. Viola Davis did a great job. Like like the whole cast, even Michelle Rodriguez, who wasn't even like typecasted in this yeah. one because you know she's she usually plays like the bad girl. Yeah, she was vulnerable in this movie and she did good. Wow. I do got to add, um, you know, with the death of you know Stan Lee, um. We should we should talk about him. Like where where does he rank in terms of just like creators? This, this person created this Marvel universe that transcend like time. Like this is this man is a, a, just a genius. Yeah. Uh, where would you rank him amongst I guess other legends, other geniuses in, in entertainment? I think he has to go right up there, man. Just just the fact that 
all of his work that he's created has been just so powerful and, and has such a strong following. And it has um, been popular for what the past fifty years? Yeah. 60 years? Even if you think of like Star Wars and and um uh, uh what's it shoot, what is it what's his name, the creator of Star Wars? I'm blanking. George Lucas. George Lucas. We think of George Lucas, yes, he has that appeal, like generational appeal that kids nowadays still come and watch the movies. Yeah, of course. But I just think that with Stan Lee and Marvel Comics, it sort of transcends just time, transcends just everything. Like every everyone loves you no matter who you are, you could be a little black kid, you know, old white man, whatever, mm-hmm. you still kind of relate to, you know, a lot of Marvel comics. Well, I think it's interesting too, because you know, like in in the beginning, you know, all all of our parents and grandparents, they were like fans of like the comics. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And after a while when we came up, we didn't really like know much about comics <coughs> unless we were comic book fans. Right. And then the movie started <coughs> dropping, you know, Blade, yeah. Spider Man, Punisher. Then we start getting more into the comics. So that's why I feel like his legacy has lasted so long because his stories and his characters are timeless. Mm. Yeah, man, I think Stanley's up there, man. I think he he's getting the same recognition and um like um respect that I think Stephen King would get after mm. he passes. Like, you know, these are like guys who created like a bunch of like memorable characters and Yeah, yeah, yeah he's up there. Did you shed a tear when he died? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I don't think I ever shed a tear for for like any celebrity yet. But I don't, I don't know who I would shed a tear for though. Like I don't know. Did y'all did y'all shed a tear for anybody that died in your life that was famous? Pepsi. Really? Hmm. For I my, mean, for my that mom. was the first. Like, dang. That's like, dang. Like, Pepsi. Yeah. That's true. For my mom, it was Whitney Houston. Oh yeah, that was rough. Mm-hmm. Because Whitney, I mean, she was just. An icon. Mac Miller. I, I cried when Mac Miller died. Did you really? Oh, that's dope. It was that's sad. Dope. I didn't, I mean, I didn't cry. It was sad because he was such, he had so much talent. So young. young right. Yeah. And it was kind of just taken away. I was in disbelief of it for a while, too, for Mac Miller. I mean, like, yeah. with someone like Stan Lee, you know, he's a little older and you heard stories of his health, like, failing. So you, it was believable. But Mac mm-hmm. Miller, I was like, no, nah, that's a hoax. Like, yeah. but I, when I found out it was real, I was like, dang. Yeah. I would say, I mean, Michael Jackson, when I didn't cry, but, you know, it was, again, disbelief. Like, oh, man, it's Michael. Like, Mike was gone. Um, Prince. Prince, yeah. I'll say a few. Yeah, those are the main ones. Like, Am those I heartless? Are I never cried. I never cried. Am I heartless? I don't know, man. Are you heartless? I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if there's a movie that made me cry. One that was close to was Ray. Man, but, I cried a lot of movies, man. Titanic, for sure. Did you really? Yeah, man, it was sad. You know, when Jack was just floating away, just... Okay. <laughs> you remember, like she could, she clearly had room for him, but you know no, no, she was no, being no. selfish. No, I get it. <laughs> Float away. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what are some other movies? I cried in Coco. Oh, Coco! Yeah, I was sobbing in Coco. My God. Coco. Yeah, I heard that, that was the bad. first movie that I seen my baby cry. Like, I heard that's oh, a good movie. <laughs> it was sad because it it showed you death, but in such a like kind, gentle way. <laughs> it's like, well, I think Pixar has a has a they have a knack for that. Like um like I wasn't a big fan of Up, but I liked Up's ending and its beginning mm-hmm. montage. You yeah. know, because I think that's one of the best opening montages in Pixar history. Um, oh, when the what, husband and wife were yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, I cried at each that other part, as yeah. kids. They grew up. They yeah. lived old together, and she died, and he was the one left. Yeah, that was oh, a great man. montage. I don't know, man. I don't think there's ever been a, there's been movies that made me close to crying, mm-hmm. but um. I don't know if I ever cried for a celebrity that died. Not that I wasn't sad about it, but I just never shed a tear. Yeah. Oh, I, no, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think there would be some ones that would make me cry, but go ahead. No, I was going to say, did y'all hear about Diddy's girlfriend? Yeah, Kim, oh, Porter. Yeah, Kim Porter. Porter. Yeah. What happened? We don't know. I thought they said that she had something. Or yeah, like, but like it's speculation at this point. Like, um, you know, they said she was sick with pneumonia and, you know, that mm-hmm. may have contributed it, but... We honestly don't know. Hmm. It's, I mean, it seems kind of, I mean, it, it's a weird relationship that, you know, I think society and the public has with Kim Porter. It's like, yeah, we know, you know, she was a model. She was dating, you know, P. Diddy for a while. But she was always, like, she didn't live in his shadow, if that makes sense. So she sort of had her own thing, you know, lived her own life. Um, but when I found out, I just felt so bad for his kids and stuff. Because I was looking at pictures where she was with the, you know, her, the, her twin girls just on a, a vacation with their daughters. And I'm like, man, that's so sad. Like, these little girls got to grow it's, up. Yeah, it's never easy losing a parent, no matter how old you are. Yeah. yeah. You only get one mom. 
But there, I couldn't imagine losing my parents at twelve. I know. Yeah, that's, that's rough. That's rough. So, man, rest in peace, Kim, Kim Porter, because that's. And I didn't realize that she was actually. So I didn't know Quincy. Oh, you didn't know. I didn't that. know the relationship. I didn't know Quincy's father was Al B. Sure. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was he confused. looks just like Al B. Yeah, no, when I saw the pictures of him as a, a kid and I'll be sure holding him, like, yeah, that's that's definitely. He looks like identical. It looks like he had Quincy, not Kim Porter. <laughs> right, like <laughs> twins. My, look- I was going to say, my introduction to him was through the movie Dope. That was the first time yeah. I actually saw yeah, him. Yeah, he was in a, yeah. Because I, um, yeah, I was on a date and the, the woman I was with, she was like, oh, that's Diddy's uh, stepson. I'm like, <laughs> That that's all he is. Like, what? Who is he? Like, <laughs> like, like no, that's Quincy. I was like, oh, like he doesn't have a, an actual you know, name. But he Yo. doesn't refer to him. Like he he says that that's my child. No, that's, that's yeah, right. he doesn't refer to him as a stepson. He's like, that's my son. That's How does Al feel about that? Right. Well, I mean, he like Quincy has been very vocal. I mean, if you pay attention, that his father was not very active in his life mm. oh yeah i remember i saw the unsung that you know i'll be sure kind of um counter argued that that he was but you know that's father and son stuff but i don't know i wonder what i was doing right now what, what is he i'm sure he's out here making moves touring you know <laughs> yeah like <clears throat> excuse me like those like people that were like really popular in the 90s they can always tour yeah I guess. I don't know. Why didn't you sit down I, somewhere, though? I was <laughs> mad Maxwell tickets cost so much. I wanted to go see him. Man, everybody tickets cost so much. Maxwell beast, though, man. Maxwell, he's worth every single you gonna time. You're going to take Kyrie, you're going to take your mom. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, you got to take gonna, the, the mom. I, I was going to take myself. but <laughs> <laughs> You just want to see Maxwell by yourself? In, in I the... mean, I'm a fan, man, but I guess I was going to take either or. Where is he performing? What is the... I think it already happened. Oh, he did. Oh, um, I think it was at Fox right Theater. At Fox, okay. Oh, they said Martin Lawrence had a um, a tour with some comedians. You know, it was him. Um, and I forgot who else was there. I've heard mixed reviews. Like with the Wild and Out tour, like everybody that I know that went, they enjoyed mm-hmm. themselves. They yeah, had yeah. a good time. I enjoyed that. But with the lit, uh, with the lit as fuck tour, it's been mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Like. A lot of people were like, oh, I didn't like it. Martin Lawrence wasn't on stage long enough. And a lot of people were like. He was the host. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, I liked it. I had fun. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like Martin Martin Lawrence's comedic style is very just like energetic all over the place. As you get older, I'm not sure if it's the same when he's older now. Let's be real. I, I prefer Martin when he's on TV playing characters. <laughs> right. On, I never really liked him on stage, though. Like, there's a joke mm-hmm. in Runtail that when he's talking about being high and being arrested. That's the only <laughs> joke I like. But everything else, I just like him when he's playing, but like, characters. You're but. so crazy. To me, it's a classic stand-up. Some people say that. I still yeah. ain't seen that one. I mean, I just think that some people aren't they're – met, they're meant for the silver screen. They're meant for television and movies. Right. And their, 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 com- their, their stand-up comedy just doesn't translate well. Some people, I guess we're going back to comedians again. Some people <laughs> say if Eddie Murphy came back on stage, he wouldn't be funny. But I don't know about I don't that. Know. I feel like I feel like he you need to have some material. Like yeah. I don't I wouldn't say don't go off the dome. Like don't go off the dome. Impro- improv when you can, but have a set list of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Where I will say though with Eddie Murphy, you can agree or disagree, I think his stand up wouldn't be appropriate. He would be getting slandered Man, like, all over the place I watched delirious i was like the first 30 seconds yeah would not fly today it would not <laughs> no that, that was a different time though like, I, know. I, I feel like eddie murphy is conscious of the time we living in and he would curve that 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 stuff i mean when i think of eddie murphy i just think of like the disney father dead you know whatever i just don't think of him as like being a raw yeah, stand-up comedian anymore he just he's kind of old this came out that was in the eighties. In the eighties, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that red leather. Uh, well, <laughs> I know Adam Sandler dropped the variety specials that some people say is good on Netflix. A hundred percent. I never liked Adam Adam Sandler ever. I've always liked him, man. He always had a good charm. Like even like like like. Hold up, I gotta I gotta present this theory to y'all. Yeah. So straight up, oh. listen. I know I'm. Listen, listen to me, okay? Is it tempo or hat time or like what is it? <laughs> Temp or a hat time. Tim foil hat time. Right. I don't know what conspiracy that means. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Oh no, no, not yeah. conspiracy theory. Just a theory. Um. So I think. Listen, man. When it's when it's all said and done, I think Tom Cruise 
regardless of how he is in his personal life, he might go down as one of the best actors of all time. Oh my, he's throwing out this hold best up, actor. Hold of up, all time hold up, stuff. listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Let's hear. Just listen to me, okay? Name one bad Tom Cruise movie that he was bad in. That every he, every Mission Impossible movie ever. He's bad in Mission Impossible. Well, at least the he, latest one, he, whatever. He, it's he's bad. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. He was. I mean, he was. Oh, he, he plays is, the same character in every even, single movie. Even in his bad movies, the man has star charisma that magnifies the entire film. You can't see mm. Tom Cruise on stage and say this man ain't got no charisma. I'm not saying he has a lot of depth, but I'm saying he has charisma. I did like Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, listen, man, y'all, y'all know I'm right, man. If Tom Cruise dies tomorrow, and we looking at the 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 evidence of what he's been in, is he not going to go down as one of the best? But I think at some point. I mean, top 50. Right. I'll put him maybe top 25. Okay. That's fair. That's that's a bit more fair. I just don't think that a lot of his stuff. I just. He plays the same character, at least for the past two decades. He's played the same character pretty much for every single movie. Yeah. Like a CIA agent. But is he good at it, though? That's debatable. Does he do his job? My man over here is nodding. You want to chime in? Go ahead, Ryan. (laughs) What do you think? Go ahead, Ryan. Chime in. Uh, Jack Reacher. I mean, that was a great movie. Right, I mean, and that's a recent one. Yeah, and I, I didn't really like the second one, but he played the same, like, he, he does play a lot of the same roles, I guess, yeah. in the past couple decades. You're right, but <laughs> he's got some things. classics, and he always just does 150% for he, sure what you're saying. Even mm-hmm. if the movie's garbage, it's <laughs> like. I feel like he's like the the reverse Nicolas Cage. <laughs> like Nicolas Cage is a good actor in bad movies. It's so true because he gives one hundred and fifty percent. It's like, so true. He, like like if you look at Tom Cruise and you cast him for a movie like Interview with the Vampire, mm-hmm. I'm talking about wearing like Napoleon like dress wear, talking with the with the teeth out and stuff like that. You don't expect him to nail that, but right. he nailed that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, 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 I might have to give you that one. Right. You, you win. You win that one. Man. You win. You don't win. Ryan Gosling, though. Right. Oh, you gotta. You gotta take that back. <laughs> so man. what? So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the Gosling effect. No, right quick. there is oh no God. Gosling effect. So what was wrong with what I said? Wait, wait. wait, wait. Let me you tell you. Said, didn't you say like you put him up there with Denzel? I, I said. Like I said he a little close. He a little close. I mean, I just don't see Ryan Gosling as having. The skills of someone like a Denzel Washington. I ain't saying he's better. I'm not saying he's better you than say he's De- close. Well, yeah, I put it up there. All right, put, so like so, there's a possibility that he could surpass. Him. Right. So build your case. I mean, the man's only thirty something, ain't he? Build your case some around people, Ryan Gosling. Some people get great around forty or fifty. I mean, I already presented my case. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say I like Ryan Gosling. He's a good actor, but if you're comparing him to Denzel, <laughs> it's like I could just rattle off quotes of Denzel. Mm. Name one oh. Ryan Gosling quote. Mm. <laughs> Come on, don't do Seriously. that. Don't do that. To and don't don't Google it either. That's what is. Well, 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 listen, listen. <laughs> this, this, is, this is what I'm saying. I'm not. Man, saying... I'm so mad. I did not think of that. Right. I mean, I can't name a Daniel Day quote, and Daniel Day is just as good as Denzel. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. But uh, I mean, look, man, I already gave my case. It's just how I feel. But I really Day like. Him. Only works like once every ten years. Right, that's <laughs> but true. But he's good, though. I can't name off. Ryan Le- Gosling works all the time. I can't name off a Leonardo hmm. DiCaprio quote. He's dope. Let's na- let's name some solid underrated actors out oh, here. Un- underrated. Underrated. Lawrence Fishburne. He's not underrated though. I think, I think you he don't is. Think so? I think he's underrated. I feel, I feel he get his credibility. I feel Forrest Whitaker is underrated. That's true. It's the, he uh, the got eye, the though. hardware, though. Lawrence Fishburne don't have the hardware. He doesn't have any and like, La- prestigious awards. It's true. And Lawrence Fishburne played in some solid movies, like back since the. Didn't he get an award 90s. for What's Love Got to Do with It? He got. Did he get nominated for that? I know Angela well, I Bassett remember. got yeah, nominated. Angela for sure. I thought he won. I thought they no. both won. I gotta go. I gotta search that. No, one. because Jamie sure. Fox wasn't. wasn't Jamie Fox the but, first to win for lead actor. Well, I think I think mm. Ike Turner would have been supporting actor though. Mm. I don't think he won. To I had to, I had to look that look I don't that think up. He won. Um. Yeah. Okay. I can, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. Um. He is a little underrated at the moment. I take that back. But I think Forrest is underrated too. Even with the Oscar, he deserves mm. way more work than what he's doing right now. I mean, he's doing a lot of work, but he deserves like stuff that's like. He knows how to play a crazy person with conviction, but I yeah. feel like he's playing a crazy person in the wrong movies. Mm. <laughs> like how it ends was like it was okay. He wasn't crazy in that movie, but still yeah. it was just okay. But let me see who else. Underrated, underappreciated. They only appreciated him after he died, but Heath Ledger was pretty good. 
Like even before yeah. even before Dark Knight, he was, he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. He was for sure. Like there's a film called A Knight's Tale that is awesome to me. Oh, yeah, that's, that is a a solid movie. I want to say Regina King. You think she gets her just due? Oh yeah, that's true. She's Regina, won a lot of Emmys, and she's been in a lot of move. She's been in a lot of like television shows and movies. Um, I think she I think she does get her accolades. I believe so as well. But she was a child star. Like, mm. I don't think she gets enough credit as far as, like, she's a child star and she was able to build that and perfect her craft to where she is now. You know who else was a child star? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yeah. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is, man. Come on. We we still. Mm. Yeah, Y'all know he, what it is. I remember seeing a video of him on the Mickey Mouse Club. He, could, he got a little voice. He could sing. Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> he wasn't as good as JT. but uh, Oh, did we talk about this? A Star is Born is a very good movie. Oh, no, we did not. Oh, I got to see that, man. You got to see it, man. Look, Lady Gaga, Brian, Bradley Cooper, they do their thing. Cooper's behind the uh, camera, too, directing. It's a very good movie. What was your favorite part of, well, who, who, stood, out, who stood out most, um, Lady Gaga or uh, Bradley Cooper? I want to say Gaga because she's, you know, this is like her first dramatic role outside of American Horror Story. Yeah. So I want to say her because she did a great job. But Bradley Cooper, he 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 uh he morphs his voice a lot to sound like, you know, like uh um, like this. Like <laughs> like the lead singer on Nickelback. What's his name? Chad Kroger. Like <laughs> he sounds like he has like a Texas twang to his voice, which I don't, I don't that's not how Chad sounds, but like, you know, like Eddie Vedder or something like that. Yeah. Like he 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 really morphs into like the cowboy um in, into like the um country singer yeah. type type archetype and he he really gave it his all so i say bradley stood out a little bit more than gaga to me i don't know i heard some reviews i was reading some reviews where they said that bradley cooper sort of held lady gaga back in mm. terms of the acting performance i don't think he I, I think she gave her all i don't think she was held mm. back how was the the soundtracks how was the, um, the music was the music. good man i don't even like country but it wasn't all country though it was country mm-hmm. mixed with pop mixed with yeah. some other stuff like you can tell they took this film in a new direction it's been remade a lot of times yeah by like the way. three or something like that and I, I appreciate the fact that bradley cooper did sing on all the songs right so that was his voice yeah. he didn't have somebody else sing for him i know no. he asked i'll cool. oh, go ahead no, you can keep going. I know he asked Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam like advice on like how to do the role, and mm-hmm. that's how he got prepared for it. Mm. Now, so, are y'all watching American Horror Story this season? I am. I'm still trying <laughs> to catch up, man. That movie is so I, much I, I Satan, say, satanic uh, worship in that thing. I'm like, why is the Antichrist so stupid? <laughs> like he always like, I just I don't know what to do. I'm like what? I need some. Oh my god. Like. I'm like, where's this going? Yeah. I'm just like, where's this going? I just want to know where this goes. I think they're being cynical of just like, you know, just evil in general. Making the evil yeah. people look like idiots. Like, I think that's yeah. what the writers are doing. I haven't watched but it. But he's surrounded by people who have masked themselves within society. Mm-hmm. So they're smart. They're evil. Right. But they're smart. They're able to get things done. But I'm like, they're, they're like, we prepared for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it done in a goofy way like it's usually done? Then I a, a few episodes were kind of goofy. Like the, the last two, the last two were, were pretty goofy. goofy. They already showed the finale, didn't it? Yeah, finale already went. Oh, then I need like, to watch. Now I oh. need to see where it went because I didn't see the finale. Oh, okay. I will say I appreciate with American Horror Story the fact that the characters or the actors play multiple characters throughout yeah, the series. Yeah, this season. Right? Yeah, yeah, this season they play like three or four characters, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I think you're breaking stuff. <laughs> But I will say American Horror Story this season, I'm telling you, the satanic stuff was a little, I'm like, this is a little too much. I don't know. I mean, he's the devil. He's the Antichrist. Yeah. I mean, so, if, it, if it fits within the narrative, I get it. But yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> broke the bell. Broke oh, no, it works. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. It works. I'm trying to think what else. What else uh, did I, I see recently? I really want to see um, Green Book. You know what? I want to see that, too. I think that comes out uh, next week for us in Michigan. Uh, Vigo yeah. Mortensen and Marshana Ali. Yeah, I swear it's it's always we give one black oh. actor every single movie, like for like two years or something. Like that. And Marshala, he's no, been playing everything. No, he's just been working. He doesn't get every role. He's just been working. Yeah, like um, like uh, what I say um, about Vigo Mortensen, I think he's an underrated actor. Mm. If you yeah, wa- if you sure. wa- if you watch History of Violence and Eastern Promises, like you'll know why I say underrated. Um. Yeah, Marshana's just working. He doesn't have every black man role, though. I mean, there's also the Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, you know, Chadwick there's, there's the John Bodegas. You know, there's I mean, 
Go ahead. More so Chadwick, though. I would say Chadwick is probably in more movies over the past, like, two to three years than any of them. Well, I mean, you're working. Yeah. But- John, John Bodega's been around. He had Detroit, the Imperial film on Netflix, um, Pacific Rim. Like, he's... I mean, but they're not the only black actors out there. Why not get some other people the chance? Like, why not? What I'm telling you is that there are other people out here. That's what I'm trying to say. Outside what of those do you three? think, Shana? Um, I don't know. There was my man in the first purge from Insecure. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just not playing the bigger roles or the bigger... Uh, Movies, I guess. Now, there was a debate about Harriet Tubman and mm. the lady playing Harriet Tubman. Mm. She's from England. Oh, Cynthia. Um, She was in Widows, too. Yeah. She was good. Wait, when is the Harriet, Harriet Tubman? When is that movie coming out? I don't out? think it's in production yet, okay. but she got the role. And a lot of people were saying, like, like there's a pattern mm. between, like, 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 foreign black people playing, like, African American heroes. Yeah, I know Zoe Zaldana played Nina Simone, and there was that, was, that was so strange. That was strange. At least get someone to look like Nina because Simone because they had to darken her face and whiten her nose. Yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was wild. I mean, I don't really think there's anything wrong with but British Zoe's not foreign, no. British African actors playing American characters. African-American no, there's nothing characters. wrong with it. I mean. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, listen, we have been having a British invasion, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I just think that it should go to the best person, right? So if they happen to be British. But why so. do you think that is? The British invasion? No, like, why do you think that is? Like, our African-American heroes are not being played by African-Americans. So, okay, so we got Horace Harriet Tubman. <clears throat> we got my man as um MLK and Selma, mm-hmm. David K. Because I don't know his last name. Yeah. Um, Kalula or something. We got my man from Get Out. You know, what, that's not an African American hero. But uh, but yeah. so who else we got besides them? Idris, Twelve Years a Slave. He's not from here. He's not. No. Oh. Idris Elba played Mandela. That's South Africa. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they're good at the role, they're good at it. I mean, that's up to the director, though, ain't it? Yeah. And I think it's who's going to bring the most money, right? Steve McQueen is British. Who made 12 Years a Slave. But uh, Ava DuVernay liked the guy that played MLK. That was her go-to actor at the time. Mm -hmm. Still is. Um, I don't know. So what I'm getting from Shayna, do you think that it's taken away from the historical accuracy? Or do you think it's just like they they may not know as much about some of these African-American figures as obviously an African-American person does. So they'll play it. They won't do it justice. I don't buy it. I don't know. Like... Are there? Do we not have good African American actors that can play these roles? I mean, what is what's what's, what's Will Smith doing? Is he uh, is mean, he we, busy? We have we have and when and Will Smith, I understand. Actually, I don't. He shouldn't have played that in Concussion. He should have just been on as a producer mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. left that role to someone else. I feel if he was gonna play that role, work on your dialect a bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least like be be the old Will Smith that puts his all into it. Like not saying he doesn't still do that, but you know, yeah. just immerse yourself in the role. You're playing a you're playing an ethnicity that you're not, like well, like a sub ethnicity that you're not. But the same could be said for Chad Chadwick Bozeman when he played uh in Wakanda. Like that's a like that's a fake and that's American made. I mean, there were some people, Africans, Chadwick that were upset. wasn't bad as Black Panther, though. Oh, I'm saying, no, he was good. He was good. But there were Africans saying, like, oh, we should have had an African represent, you know, um, whatever the guy in Wakanda's name is. I mean, I don't know. T'Challa. <laughs> T'Challa. T'Challa. I think it's a good debate. I mean, I don't agree with it. I feel like it's not just, you know, British African British African actors playing these roles. I feel like there's other roles played by African Americans. Mm. I'm okay with it. In a in a similar sort of vein, I've been seeing a lot of people on Facebook who are exposing uh, <laughs> white women who are darkening their skin and look like they're black on, on Instagram. I feel like we have more pressing issues. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. That's been happening, hasn't it? It's been happening, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like we have more pressing issues. Yeah. I guess their issue was these ladies are getting branding opportunities. Yeah. Whereas, I guess, someone who is black by nature it mm-hmm. would not be getting that you know type of branding opportunity 
But I just feel like we have more. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a just thing. more BS. You know, yeah. what I mean, it's just more BS. But I gotta ask y'all this: Do y'all really think Benedict Cumberbatch is a good actor? See, uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm you don't know. I don't know, man. I feel I like he, I feel like anybody could have played Doctor Strange, though. I haven't seen Sherlock yet, but I don't I know. Say, I, I would Sherlock. say he is. Yes, I, I did watch Sherlock. So is he good? Yeah, I would and say I yes. like the thing I like about British shows is that they get straight to the fucking point. Their seasons be like four episodes long. <laughs> but it'd be like you something, an hour man. and a half each episode, though. So it was like a mini movie for each episode. There's a show called The Fall with Homegirl from the X Files that mm-hmm. is slow as hell. Yeah. With Gillian Anderson, mm-hmm. I and my man. The from, killing was like that. The killing was like that. I'm like, I, I'm telling what? you, this makes the killing look like Goodfellas, man. No, but the killing, seriously though, they extended that <laughs> narrative way too long. Like, should have well, been. They only went for two seasons, man. Then they mm-hmm. moved on to a new case, but <laughs> only two seasons. I'm like, can we solve this already? Like, what happened? It's, I'm well, like, like I want to know what's going to happen, but it's taking so long. Right. Like, well, that's some Twin Peaks stuff, though, because Twin Peaks was well, Twin Peaks had like more going on with it. But I understand. All right. So, what's more underrated actors? We we only got a little time left. Mm. Mm. The most underrated actors of all time. I think Christoph Waltz was he was popping for a while in Quentin Tarantino's movies, but then he kind of like fell off. The older guy yeah. from um, Inglorious Bastards and um, oh, yeah. Django. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was around for a minute. He's still around, but it's like he mm-hmm. didn't. I don't know what happened to him. Like he, he used to, he he had these great roles, which I guess mm-hmm. they were great because they were written by Quentin. But I don't know. I want to say um, Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Latifah has charm, though. She, she, she has a lot of charm. I mean, there were some movies I really liked. Like Last Holiday was my movie. I swear. Oh yeah, there was like some controversy with that because uh oh, Rebel, Rebel Rebel Wilson, Wilson. she was like, This is the first rom com with a plus size woman. He was like, No like, no. Like we had Queen Lucifer, Monique play some characters, uh a bunch of women. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. I don't think someone like her would know any better. So right, she's Australian. She's she like... need to be checked, but at the end of the day, whatever. Um, shoot, I'm trying to think of I'm going through my Anthony head. Anthony like, Mackey. Anthony Mackie, he's pretty solid. Pretty good, yeah. He's pretty solid, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Um, but what, like, what role, like, what role has he had that you was like, damn, like, why isn't he in more movies? Um, a lot of people don't like this movie, but I really like She Hate Me. I don't like mm. the end. Yeah. It's a very excellent movie all the way up. Until the end. I think Spike tried to do too much with that. Mm. With the whole gigolo narrative and then the whistleblowing narrative. Oh, they yeah. could have been two separate movies. Spike did do yeah. a lot, but I, I feel like it's solid. Like I gotta but Anthony Mackie, he has we got five more minutes. Okay, we gotta move on. So Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Mackie's solid. Anthony Anderson, he was in a serious role in the Shield for a season. He played a villain and he did pretty good. Mm. I didn't uh, like him on Law and Order. No. <laughs> no. Oh, Dennis Haysbert. Is that his name? Yeah, Dennis the Haysbert president is good. Yeah, from he's 24, good. yes. He was good. He was very good. And he played in what, Love and Basketball. He played the father in uh mm-hmm. He was in basketball. Heat. He played in Heat. With, yeah. with Al Pacino. Um, Terrence Howard used to be the man. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no. Hustle Ter- and Flow? You didn't Ter- like Hustle and Flow? Hustle and Flow, <laughs> the best man. What else we he got? He does not have range. He ranked right where he need to be. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> he does not have range. He doesn't always say main. I know. It's just hustle and flow. I don't think he has range like that. Jamie Foxx used to be awesome, though. It feels Jamie. like he, he hasn't like hit a great role since Ray, though. He's playing in the, the new Robin Hood. Yeah, but that's a supporting actor, you know, yeah. helping helping the main character. That's the that's a magical Negro character. Let's be honest; <laughs> he's yeah. not magical, but you know. I did enjoy that movie with him and Robert Downey Jr. It was clearly Oscar bait. Yeah. The the um the cellist, I mean the, I know the soloist. Yeah, yeah the soloist. Yeah. It was clearly Oscar bait, but it was definitely a story that needed to be told on film. Mm. Okay, so I wish Jamie was back to where he was. All right, so we got him. <laughs> Katie Holmes is solid. Uh, yeah, she's all right. Um, Jessica Biel, she did excellent in the center. In the center, that's what I've heard. Mm. Yeah, I heard Carrie Coon is great in the second season. Mm. I haven't seen the second season, but she was excellent in because I didn't watch it because I'm like Jessica Biel. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, "No, you have to watch this show." Hey, 
Straight up, oh. the best Paul Walker movie ever made, Running Scared. Yes. He's oh, that's a good one. That's yes, that was a really movie. great movie. He's great in that movie. But go I ahead. agree. What is the, the – what's her name? Emma Watson? She's kind of decent. Emma Watson's good. I like she's Emma. Hermione. Hermione. Oh. She played, okay. she played in a couple of movies. What was the one the, the with the cameras following her around? What, shoot, what is that called? I know what you're talking about. I never the saw Circle it, or something? Oh, The Circle with Tom Hanks. I've heard yeah. good things. It was deep. It was okay. Oh, um, she did a good job. Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I like both of them. I like both. Yeah, I do like. I might. Maggie is playing some some pretty like she, in terms of drama. She does a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch the kin? Was it the kindergarten teacher? I heard good things. Kindergarten? Who's? I didn't see that one. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I, I didn't watch it yet, but yeah, I haven't seen that movie. All right, three more minutes. <laughs> um, Kira Sedgwick from The Closer. Kevin yeah. Bacon. Kevin, oh, <laughs> you no. just name it couples now. Right. <laughs> I mean, they both know how to Kate deliver. Katie Holmes, Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, Tom Cruise was earlier, but they both know how to deliver. Will Smith, Jada um, Pinkett. <laughs> y'all know Jada Pinkett used to have a metal band? Yes. Her? I didn't even know that. I knew that because a lot of people asked her. This was when Will was about eight. Someone asked her, like, why did you give up? It was a Twisted Wisdom. Yeah. Twisted wasn't. Wow. They asked, why did she give up music? She said, because my daughter wants to do music. So mm. she gave it up. Mm. So this was before with my hair and all that. Two more minutes. Don Cheadle. He's not underrated, though. I feel like he gets his just due. Yeah, Don, yeah, mm. Don Cheadle's excellent. I yeah, remember sure. there was a point in the 90s where he was in every, every HBO movie. Seriously. <laughs> my God. Oh, they go down cheap, down hey, cheap. shout out to Idris, sexiest man alive. Oh, Idris, what? Is not Blake Shelton anymore? <laughs> God, Blake Shelton. Um, Two more minutes. Oh, let me one think, more, let me one think. more minute. Let me think. I'm trying. I'm trying, y'all. Underrated. Uh, okay, underrated. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. I mean, I like listen in the indie oh, films. In, in the indie films, he he's pretty good. The indie films, that's what I say. Oh man, he was good at holes. Watching dig those holes. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm I'm blanking right now. It's so much pressure. I'm thinking like, all right, let me go back to all of the people I've seen in every single movie. Um, yeah, one more minute. Uh, yeah, I can't really think of like underrated. Overrated, that's a whole show. Understand. Oh, sorry, that was silly. <laughs> Overrated, Leo DiCaprio. What? Get out of here. Oh, wait, that's the end of the show. All right, thank you for another episode of Can We Talk. We'll see you um, maybe next week or the week after next. Y'all have a good